Hello, friends, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. And I created the U-Turn book and the podcast as a place to help you connect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I want to bring a guest on with the intention of helping you expand what's possible for you, both in your confidence, whether it's in work or love, and just in life in general. So let's get into this week's episode. U-turn, people! It's Ashley Stahl here, and I was very strongly recommended to interview Aaron File, who runs an award-winning nationally ranked consulting agency for a decade and a half. Um, she founded the Mind Fix Group, which I think is so fun. Um, there's, uh, as far as names go, there's a place in New York, uh, when I was living in New York called you break, I fix, <laughs> I feel like you're the mind fix group, um, in, in 2018 and she, you know, mind fix works with leaders, entrepreneurs, high achievers, and those motivated to experience change, to optimize performance, remove mental, emotional, behavioral roadblocks. And, um, you know, of course her clients are really here to stop having to cope with, challenges like anxiety or procrastination or perfectionism, imposter syndrome, anger, money fears. Um, and her programs are really about identifying and eliminating those root causes or those challenges so they don't keep coming back. Um, she's an EO global certified speaker, global leadership conference presenter, um, gotta love EO entrepreneurs organization. Um, I actually have been doing public speaking coaching lately and I coached somebody from EO and they were second to none, like just such a fun brain to work with. So it says so much that Erin um, is an EO global certified speaker, international speaker on rapid transformation and human behavior. Like who doesn't love rapid transformation? Like we all want the transformation to happen faster. Um, and she's pretty well versed in, you know, not only does she have her degree in psychology, but psychological modalities such as PMA, IFS, inner, inner internal family systems, for those of you who don't know that, mind shifting, advanced conversational hypnosis, um, I mean, neurofeedback, psychedelics. Um, I mean, there's rapid trauma resolution. So I'm really excited to talk about how to actually break through today. And I'm going to bring you something that I'm trying to break through because why not show everyone how this gets done? Um, so thank you so much, Erin, for being here with me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's fun. What, what got you into this kind of mindset work? I feel like everyone has their own experience that pulls them in. Yeah. Uh, I started to be fascinated with psychology, probably around age 12 or 13. I studied it in school. And then in high school, I got my undergraduate degree in psychology and was kind of headed in that direction. And then took a turn for a couple, almost a, two decades and ended up going uh, into web development. So I got to combine my love of psychology with art and then technology. But after uh, about 15 years of running that business, I ended up having chronic pain. And no doctors could figure it out. Nobody could help me. I started to get depressed. I started to get super anxious. No therapists or counselors or coaches could help me with that. So it was just this downward spiral. And I realized if I don't figure a way out of this, like it's it's going to be pretty bleak. So after several years of looking for um, the answers, I basically said, I have to figure this out myself and sat down. And essentially my strength is combining and piecing together different things that do work in a way that's uh, exponentially better than any one of them by themselves and have a, a different modality and way of thinking about working with frustrations and challenges that I think uh, actually a lot of what I learned in school with my psychology degree, it, it makes it irrelevant. So that's how I ended up uh, with Mindfix. Mm, beautiful. Okay. And, you know, I, I was reading all the things that you have in your bio that you can do, like helping people with anxiety and um, procrastination and everybody has a different sticking point, you know, like I've dealt with anxiety a lot of my life and I feel like I'm in a pretty good space with it after, you know, thousands of dollars in therapy. Um, but I guess what I was thinking about when I saw your list was around money, like so many people, and I will take myself as an example. So actually, um, Kirsten, my podcast producer who introduced us, her and I are releasing a podcasting course in the next um, month. It'll probably be out by the time this episode comes out. And I was just telling her, we have a really large email list. We engage with everyone. We email a lot. 
but I haven't sold anything to my audience in a very long time. Like we have sponsors on the show. Um, my courses are just on their website. People buy them sometimes, but I've never launched anything new, or I have not for a long time. And there's a story that is living inside of me of like, oh, people just don't buy from me anymore because I don't really sell. And that's just who I am. And so I hope people want to join us in this awesome podcasting course that really, you know, shows how we've grown the show in such a big way. But yeah, I, I imagine everybody has a different belief of like, this isn't going to work for me. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm not going to get met. Nobody's going to buy this for me. So I wanted to start with money because um, from a business standpoint, not personally, I'm looking at this course thinking this is a pretty badass course that we made here. And I hope people join us in feeling this sadness in advance of launching the course, which I think a lot of people feel when they're putting themselves out there, whether it's for a job interview or some sort of opportunity. So yeah, I would love to just kind of look at this or anything that anyone's going through as a way to, I don't know, start helping anyone who's listening that might yeah. be. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that I'll, I'll share, we'll start with, and then we'll look at two of the things that can create this stuckness that you're experiencing and talk about it, make it relevant to everyone. Yeah. But oftentimes, um, people will have a challenge. Like I've got this fear of putting myself out there. I'm really scared to talk about money with people, or I just deal with anxiety in the morning and people will feel like there's something wrong with them or it, it personal development is bullshit because I've worked on it for so long. But what I find is that when people have put a lot of energy and time into trying to solve problems like these, they've been trying to address issues at the conscious mind level. Mm. Um, we're going to sit down. I'm going to tell you that it doesn't make sense. I'm going to tell you back that you're a badass and you got this girl. Like, yeah. and then I'm going to, you know, and you're, you're going to have a coach who's like, I want you to write down all the reasons why this is going to succeed. And it's all trying to deal with a mind where thoughts and emotions have already come up and you're, they're already there and they're sitting there for you. And you're trying to push them down, ignore them, rewrite right over them. And it's exasperating and it's exhausting because you're trying to change things at the conscious level. Mm -hmm. When these types of issues are at a subconscious level. Right. So when we work with the subconscious level, that's where rapid transformation can happen. That's where things can literally take on Monday. I had a call that a woman was terrified to go into four minutes after four minutes. I'm not kidding. It wasn't even five. It was four minutes. She went from terrified, frozen, had been thinking about this for three weeks to no, I'm fine. It's better. It's like, I'm excited to do it. I'm going to crush it. She can't manipulate me. Thank you. I'm done. And that's the difference between you worked with what was underneath the surface instead of her trying to work with things at the conscious level. So with issues like what you mentioned, this, um, there's this sense of like, it's not going to work. Like I'm, I'm nervous. It's not going to work. And then there's also some concerns about what happens if I do do that. What we've got are two things that we could look at separately. And many of us have both of them that help us help us uh, create this sense of stuckness. Uh, often many of us are impacted by past experiences. So sometimes as we move forward and we start to do things, our mind is like, oh, this is just like this experience from the past. It could be young childhood. It could be another business failure. It could have been a launch that went wrong. I was, um, as you saw, I've been speaking for a long time. I had two talks that went, that were shocking that things didn't go according to plan. There were miscommunications and I found myself frozen. I'm like, what makes, what, when we haven't cleared the emotional charge around past experiences that are similar to what we're dealing with, those past experiences will get triggered over and over. And we go through that same fear, emotion, charge, stuckness mm. right now because we didn't address or clear the emotion around the past events. So one of the most empowering things is to go back to past events that are similar to what we're doing now and make sure the emotional charge in the, uh, is drained around it so that those events don't have that feeling. I've seen people who have been stuck, whether it's in relationship or with money or in business, we go back and we take the charge out of some past events that had similarities. And suddenly there's no problem. So mm -hmm. memories and past experiences can be one thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing that can impact people without them realizing it is that because of our past experiences and the meaning we've created and the meaning we've given to past experiences, we are all 
walking around with the equivalent of tapes looping in the background 24 seven. Like it's not gonna work out. I'm not competent. People don't wanna buy from me. Mm-hmm. And they're just in our subconscious playing on loop. Mm-hmm. We don't wanna hear them and we try not to pay attention to them. We try to push it down. We try to go against them and prove that they're wrong. But until we come in and we figure out a way to hit stop, Mm-hmm. on those tapes which in our world we call clearing beliefs mm-hmm. it will keep going and we're pushing against the resistance mm-hmm. so changing the faulty programming and clearing it out just like clearing out a computer virus mm-hmm. we've watched people who have been frozen for years and then within an hour there's wow. no problem so mm-hmm. those are two of the things that can be causing people's stuckness especially as it relates to money mm-hmm. that when those are addressed fear, stuckness, not moving forward can can clear. My friend, are you ready to launch your own podcast? Now more than ever is the time to start. Since I launched the U-Turn podcast in 2018, I've grown this show to hit the top charts. And we've even been so grateful to bring in over six figures in sponsorship deals nearly every year. And we have amazing conversations with top leaders and experts, as you know, and I just can't believe to this day that I get to have this much fun and that the show gets to support my business with sponsors we love that we get to share with you about. I'm so enamored by the fact that I get to have this much fun and impact while being paid to do it. And I want the same for you. So if the idea of you doing the same, creating a podcast, monetizing it and making an impact feels exciting and expansive, you're in the right place. And I want to share with you that my podcast launch course is coming. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you a complimentary, very detailed launch checklist filled with prompting questions to get you clear on your show, tactical action items, and everything else that you don't forget anything as well as the creative ideas to market and launch with impact. So what I have here is more than just a free checklist. It's the beginning of your future as a fellow podcaster. I really want this for you if you have the inspiration I did. So head on over to ashleystall.com slash checklist and you can get this tool that's totally free. Again, that's ashleystall.com slash checklist for my free checklist to start your podcast and launch with love. I know that everyone listening, you know, they want to, they're here because they want to grow. They want to expand in some way. And um, some of them are fortunate in that they can hire someone to help them with this. Others maybe are feeling like financially strapped. So they read books or they do something more affordable Let's say that someone today is just listening to this podcast episode, whether it's anxiety or with me, this mindset, because I'm like, I haven't sold anything in so long. Why would they buy? You know, they're not used to that from me or whatever story I hold. Mm -hmm. Some starting points for someone to get into their subconscious, Mm -hmm. start to reprogram these beliefs so that the charge from the past is lighter or gone and they can Mm -hmm. be in the moment now. Yeah. There's a simple three-step process that anybody can go through. It's like taking an Mm x-ray of your mind Mm -hmm. um, and it's DIY and people can take themselves through it and literally start to uncover what those tapes are on their own. If they take, you know, set aside 20 minutes or so, but it's three steps and I can walk people through this right now if that would be useful. Yeah, I would love it. Love it. Okay, cool. So the very first thing can be wildly empowering for people as a standalone step. Like people will have breakthroughs and ahas when they take this one step. So um, let's say someone came to me and they're like, and I say, what's the problem? And they say, I'm just scared of being seen. I'm scared of putting myself out there. I'm scared to be me, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's tricky to work on because it's like, what, it, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So step number one is coming up with an ultra clear pattern. What exactly is happening? Mm-hmm. So it's like it, for you, perhaps every time I go to promote, I think about every time I think about promoting this new course, I freeze, my mind goes blank. I start procrastinating mm-hmm. or like what is actually happening so that we could pinpoint it and we can look at it and go, this is the pattern. So we would know if it stopped because it's like, if you're like, I'm scared to be me, how am I going to know if that's 
you're not or you are we, we, we're not in agreement a yeah. clear pattern is when when does it happen what exactly is happening how do you feel like what's going on we can all point to it so something like whenever it comes time to talk about money on a sales call i feel panic and i shut down and, and avoid the question or whenever my wife um glazes over when we're talking about money, I feel rage and furious and I start yelling. Mm. Come up with a very clear pattern because if you're not, if you don't, likely you're giving yourself some label. You're saying something is who I am. Like I'm just a procrastinator. I'm just, I am anxious. I'm a nine on the Enneagram. I'm an eight Colby fact finder and it's some label. Yeah. Just be clear. You're a person, you're experiencing a pattern, write it down. Get mm. ultra clear. That's the first thing. So that's step number one. Step number two is look at this pattern and imagine the patterns happening. Like I'm starting to think about promoting the program and track the thoughts that are showing up in your head because they'll start to show up and track the emotions that you're feeling mm -hmm. and put those down on a sheet of paper next to your pattern. Mm -hmm. So it might be, I can't do this. I can't do this. It won't work. I don't know how to do this. It, it might be a flavor of I'll never be able to do it. I I always fail in the past. It's different for everybody. Mm. This is why this self-diagnosis and self-inquiry is so important because you could have 10 people who are all scared to launch a course and they all have the different reasons. So track your emotions and your thoughts for your pattern is mm. step number two. Step number three is where it all comes together and where you can get this X-ray of your mind. Step number three is you look at this cluster of emotions and thoughts that are happening, that you're experiencing, and you ask yourself a simple question. You say, what would I have to believe to be true mm. to keep experiencing these thoughts and emotions over and over again? Mm. If, it's, if it's like, nobody's gonna wanna buy from me, it might be like, I'm not valuable. What I do is not valuable. I'm an imposter, I'm a fake. Like map out everything the beliefs underneath the surface that would sprout those thoughts, that would sprout those emotions. And what you'll have is a, a blueprint, like a template of like, these are the programs, these are the things that are looping underneath the surface that I'm trying to not think about, right? And then you'll have this list of beliefs that um, your, your subconscious mind is, is uh, that exist in your subconscious mind. The tip to give everybody, is that you may look at them and go, I can't possibly believe that. Mm. Beliefs are not like I'm a female or I am a certain age. Beliefs are things that a part of us believes to be true. So maybe only 2% of you believes that to be true, but that 2% is causing a whole host of problems because you, you don't want to believe it. So oftentimes what's fascinating is this list that you'll create for step number three is a bunch of things you have spent your whole life trying to prove wrong. Mm. Um, and that you don't think you believe, but it's underneath the surface. So, for example, I, uh, if you had come up to me in high school and said, you know, you're, you're stupid, I would have said, absolutely not. I've got straight A's. I've got um, scholarships. I'm in this AP program. And I would have argued with you. I am smart. Mm. I'm smart. But if you would have looked in my diary, um, you would have seen like, I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. I got to be on my trigonometry test. And it was just me ripping into myself for not being smart. So we can have opposing beliefs. Mm -hmm. And when we disacknowledge the part of us that believes something about us that we don't want to be true, they end up, it ends up backfiring and coming back and impacting us even more. Mm -hmm. So let's say that someone is noticing you know, they're in the moment where their peace is disturbed. They notice that it's happening. They write down, they name it. They name the feelings that they're feeling. They look at it. Um, I imagine a lot of people, I know it starts with awareness, right? And a lot of people struggle to actually change because even though there's, sometimes there's like a toxic amount of awareness. It's like, dude, you see this so clearly. How are we still in this story? So um, how do you go from like, I'm aware to I'm clear. I know you talked about the rubber hitting the road with that third step. So I wanted to ask a little bit more about how it looks so that everyone listening could think about implementing this. Absolutely. So different beliefs have different stickiness levels. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are many people listening who once they clearly define their pattern, 
they're like, oh my God, it's not me. And they have a big breakthrough. There are many people who, once they see these beliefs mapped out, they'll like, they'll say, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, I don't believe that. And they'll be able to uh, talk themselves out of it. For other people, um, and especially for certain beliefs that were created at a very young age, it can be more challenging than that. So I love this question that you ask. What I can share is a couple kind of simple DIY tips that will work for a group of people. And then I'll share that some of the, our dark, like uh, our deepest ones, the strongly held ones, I have a, I've had a hard time myself doing it on my own and having someone else to facilitate when you get to something. It's like trying to get to a spot on your back, you know, with a massage and you can't quite reach it the same yeah. as if someone is there doing it for you. Yeah. That being said, there are things that people can do. Um, uh, one of the most popular DIY techniques for clearing beliefs is Byron Katie's The Work. Oh, it's very yes. famous. People yeah. love that, right? And it's a series of just four simple questions of like, is it true? Do you know for certain, is it true? You know, who would you be without this belief? Mm-hmm. What happens if you turn it around? Mm-hmm. So uh, people who are curious and really passionate and wanting to shift this programming that they find and they uncover in this process can look into her work. And, uh, and many people find that to be very useful and uh, powerful. Uh, other people who have more of a scientific approach may take some of these uh, beliefs. Like, let's say it comes up that a part of you has the belief, like, I'm not capable. And they'll sit there and look at it. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll uh, map out in volume all of the ways that they're capable. For mm-hmm. some people, this don't, won't work. But for others, they're like, that's just how I am. But um, this is more in alignment with, say, the Demartini method, where it's like part of you thinks that it sees just this. But if you can balance it out with volume and come up with all of the hundreds of ways that you are wildly capable and have been capable, it's almost like your brain can go, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. I have not been acknowledging any of this. And it's almost like the scale can tilt because you have not been paying attention to the other side of the equation. In reality, we are all things. We are happy and we are sad and we are kind and we are mean and we are evil and we are good. But we tend to focus on like one part that we want to be. Mm-hmm. With these beliefs, if we have something, oftentimes we haven't been looking at the ways we've been the exact opposite. So some people find that that is more powerful than say Byron Katie's work for them. And those are two really um, economical ways that people can shift their own beliefs. There's a handful of other processes that we teach that we find to be a bit more impactful and reliable, especially with some of those really sticky ones or ones that were created at an early age, but there's quite a few steps and it's more time consuming to go through. But those two are things that people could start doing right away today. I'm tempted to ask you to even ask me some questions around my little block to see if it helps other people ideate questions for themselves. I don't know if that we have enough time to do it or what you, your thoughts are on that, but yeah, I'm not like, afraid of being vulnerable in front of everyone. In absolutely. absolutely. Let's try a couple of things. Um, do we have some time here? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's try Let's try a couple of things. The first thing that we always, that we always do. And when you skip, I can share with everybody right now, skip this step and jump to what looks like the juicy, sexy stuff and nothing will work. We see it all the time. So the first thing we're going to do is let's come up with a clear pattern. Let's figure out when does, uh, when this happens exactly what, when, like, what is it around and, um, what's happening? Like, let's come up with a trigger statement and, and how it makes you think and feel. Yeah. Um, in 2016, my business made $5 million in course sales in three months. And I had a lot of overhead associated with that. And it was like an explosion of success after a lot of challenge. Yeah. And the algorithm on Facebook changed. And next thing I knew, my business was like hemorrhaging money and overhead. Yep. I had to like dance like those birds on the planet earth show that are like dancing with each other like mating dances with my with my audience so i had to create make new offerings that i really loved um but i had to do it in on in a crunch for the business's revenue and there came a point where it just felt like nothing was going to fix this business revenue nothing was going to fix the overhead And so I haven't really sold anything since I created this podcast because I was like, 
this is an amazing show that I want to do and it's going to connect with people. Yes. And I have this huge email list that I can just connect yeah. and go through this hustle and selling thing. Um, I can just serve. And now that the podcast has sponsors and finances coming in, I'm so grateful for that. Um, obviously it's not $5 million, like a course sale explosion, but, yeah. um, I don't need that kind of money anyway, even if it wants to come to me, that's great. But I think selling something new for the first time, I've had the same courses for years and years. Yes. Ago. The yes. first new one. Okay. Yeah. And I've got it. Hurt. Okay. This is so helpful. I'm like feeling it here, uh, alongside with you. Okay. So, you know how we talked at the beginning, like. 15 minutes ago, I was saying when people are stuck, there's two kind of main buckets of challenges. There could be the programs, like this is how I am, this is how it, this is how things are. Right. And then there can just be like, there was something that happened and it was not addressed or cleared. And as you move forward, you are feeling what that that past event is getting re-triggered over and over. My friend, are you ready to climb into bed at night feeling extra comfy and cozy? If you are, then Cozy Earth is just for you. It was named one of Oprah's favorite things in 2018, and its best-selling bamboo sheet set is both temperature regulating and incredibly soft. I recently got these sheets for my new place in Florida, and wow, I feel like every night I'm just crawling into an actual cloud. So there's no more scratchy bedding, no more sticky, sweaty nights, just breezy, beautiful rest. And Cozy Earth's bedding collection offers a variety of luxury pillows, sheets, blankets, and more. Get ahead of your spring cleaning with fresh new bed linens from Cozy Earth, made from luxurious, high-quality fabrics you won't find anywhere else on the market. I mean it, they are really amazing. Head on over to ashleystahl.com slash cozy. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-T-A-H-L dot com slash cozy and enter the code U-TURN, Y-O-U-T-U-R-N at checkout for up to 35% off site-wide. Again, that's ashleystahl.com slash C-O-Z-Y for 35% off your order. I'm going to ask a, a very simple question. Would you say that that experience of having that happen, of that having to dance and then figure things out in that sense of it doesn't matter what I'm going to do, like, does that experience still have an emotional charge in you? Yeah, yeah. Right. You can hear it in your voice. The tears almost start to come there. It's like, it's still this traumatic experience. Yeah. So what we can do here is I can take you through a process um, that if you're comfortable doing this in front of everybody, yeah, and, and tap, let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Here. Then let's like, uh, let's tap into some of the most traumatic parts of that experience that you went through. And let's bring the, let's see if we can clear those mm -hmm. because if we can reduce the impact mm -hmm. of that past experience, and we could probably do a little bit literally here in a handful yeah. of minutes, let's make a dent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm happy to ugly cry on the U-turn podcast. I mean, all right. Some of it out. <laughs> do you, first I want to ask though, do you get how having this crazy charged experience that is not clear can keep you frozen yeah. in your current life? Right. And for those people who are listening, maybe it would make more sense. I, I have a friend who was in Afghanistan and we were by the beach one time and having a lovely time. And then suddenly he's like, do you hear the helicopters? Do you hear the helicopters? And I was like, well, those are waves. Right. But that charge from being in war had triggered him. He had a, an absolute meltdown. And the same thing can happen to all of us on lesser to a lesser extent right. where that past experience freezes us and puts us into terror. And then we can't think clearly because we're in a, our, our mind is in a fight, flight, freeze response because of what happened from the past. So let's see if we can't clear some of the charge around this really traumatic experience that occurred for you. Yeah. So let's, um, if you had to say it in a few words, let's uh, describe the, what was the experience? Let's say it in a few words. The experience was in 2016, Say it in a few words, the negative experience. In 2016, after working my ass off to get something meaningful out there into the world, um, my company made a lot of money. I hired a lot of people and my marketing lead generator turned and the company wasn't going to be profitable anymore. So I went from super 
financially successful to failure over the course of three months. Beautiful. All right. So I'm going to read it back to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. In 2016, I went from super financially successful to what was it? What was the second to like losing all my money, losing all my money in three months. Yep. In 2016, I went from super financially successful to losing all my money in three months. Is that, can you feel that? Can you yeah. feel the, that? Beautiful. So for this process, all I'm gonna ask you to do is sit back and close your eyes and I'll walk you through it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And keep your eyes closed for the process. And I want you to just think about for a moment and bring to the surface, think about and feel this experience of in 2016, I went from super financially successful to losing all my money in three months, okay? Okay. Now I'd like for you to let your mind go to the very worst part of this experience and then freeze it there. Let me know when you've done that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So keep feeling this frozen moment. Just feel it. What kind of person are you being in this moment? Or what type of person? Mm. I don't know if victimized is the word, but hopeless. Beautiful. Thank you. Hopeless person. Great job. So feel yourself being a hopeless person. Okay. As a hopeless person, what is it that you want? What do you, what is your goal? I want to, I want to feel capable. I want to feel like I don't have to be hopeless. Things beautiful. Possibility. Mm -hmm. yeah. Capable and possibility. Thank you. So now, Feel yourself being a hopeless person. Exaggerate the feeling a little bit. Turn it up. And then tell me the first thing you notice about that feeling. It just feels like a like physical suffocation. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You're doing great. So now what I want you to do is I want you to feel yourself achieving the goal of feeling capable and like there's possibility. Like imagine anything that you need to imagine in your mind to achieve this goal in your mind and feel what that would be like. I'm also looking for like a feeling of ease, like, oh, hmm. I create things and okay. Cool. So then your goal is to feel capable, to feel like there's possibility and to feel ease. So in your mind, do whatever you need to do to imagine achieving that goal in your mind. Mm -hmm. And really feel that, feel what that would be like. Mm -hmm. let, let me know when you've done that. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it. Love it. What's the very first thing you notice about that feeling? Mm, it's fun. Like, um, I feel a sense of fun. Something to create things and share them. Okay. Is there anything else that you notice about this feeling now that you've achieved that goal? feeling capable and like there's possibility and there's ease. I guess there's like some resistance of like my normal story. That's like ease, just that kind of ease doesn't happen in this space that I failed so bad in, even though I have so much ease in so many areas. It's mm -hmm. like, this is Got it. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. So what we're going to do here is this process is going to exist in the imagination. We don't have, we're not actually dealing with reality or if things really are easy or not. What's so important is for you to fully achieve mm -hmm. that feeling of ease and possibility and capability just in your mind mm -hmm. without any filtering or this can't be possible or anything, whatever, like whatever it takes to actually fully feel that. That's where the magic will happen. You can bring in disbelief like after this call and all the things later. But for now, just immerse yourself in actually achieving that goal in your mind. It's possible. There's ease. Totally feel capable. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like a full body experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's the first thing you notice about the feeling now? Mm, it's just a great feeling. Like just pleasant. I don't know. Pleasant? Mm-hmm. Do you notice it anywhere in your body? Mm, yeah, like it's it's like the what's the word? The constriction in my chest became like almost like a pit in my stomach, like nerv mm -hmm. nervous excitement, like positivity, but scary. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. 
Would you say, like, if be fully honest with me, would you say that you have fully achieved that goal of feeling capable and like there's possibility and there's ease in your mind? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So then can you still feel yourself being a hopeless person? If I want to. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you able to still connect to that 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 identity, that feeling of being a of being a hopeless person? Yeah, I can if I want okay. to. Yeah. Okay, so it's still there. Got it. So feel yourself now being this hopeless person. And in this moment now, as a hopeless person, what is it that you really want? Simplicity. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Like I'm a creator. I just create and people just get the benefit and it's helpful. And the business just has its revenue from this. I mean, we have Mm -hmm. other ways, but this is the way I'm the most scared. Okay. So as a hopeless person, you want simplicity, right? Yep. Okay. Great. Now feel yourself being a hopeless person. Like really, the more you can feel in this and drop into it, the faster and the more rapid your transformation. So feel yourself just being the hopeless person just for a moment. Turn it up, crank it up, exaggerate the feeling. And then tell me what's the very first thing you notice about that feeling. Yeah, it's the same suffocation feeling. Great. Thank you so much. Suffocation. I got it. All right. So now what I'm going to ask you to do is feel yourself fully achieving the goal of simplicity. Imagine whatever you have to imagine to actually have achieved that in your mind. I feel like such a cheese ball because I have this like huge smile on my face that listeners can't see. It's like, ooh, things are so... Like, yay. Uh, That's so, it's really important. Thank you for yeah. like describing that to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's easier for me to access than I thought because I do have ease in other areas with my business and life. So it feels like, oh, let's take some of that from over there and bring it right here. Brilliant. Brilliant. So feel into that fully and we'll pause any additional analysis or observation about it and just experience that feeling. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Now we're getting there. Now we're getting there. I'm liking this. Yep. Okay. What's the first thing you notice about this feeling? It like feels like it's pulling me towards the things that I want. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Fantastic job. And would you say that you fully achieved the goal of simplicity in your mind right now? Yeah. Beautiful. Well done. Okay. So then are you able to still feel yourself being a hopeless person? No. Okay, well done. So then what I want you to do now is take your mind back to that frozen moment that was the worst part of your 2016 experience, okay? Does that still feel like a big problem to you? It feels fleeting. Fleeting, beautiful. Okay, so you can open your eyes. So like there's other parts of the process. I might've, if we had a full hour, I might've double checked to see if there was anything in that fleeting that remained. We might've gone to other parts of the 2016 experience. Yeah. But what happens is, (laughs) yeah, 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 right. But what we were able to do is actually take this traumatic experience. We went to the worst part that felt hopeless that left you feeling like you were incapable that felt like physical suffocation we took you right back to it and you're like no we drained the charge from whatever it was down to a zero or a one and when that's clear and you can do that to the pieces of your experience and that trauma then your mind will not think that it's continuing to keep happening over and over every time you move towards something similar and it won't like kick off the red alarm the red alert and the code red alarm, just like my friend on the beach who was like, the helicopters are here again. It's like, no, 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 no. You're on the beach. You're okay. So we get to tell your mind and calm it down and clear those things. And the amazing part is what you just did. Unlike talk therapy, unlike if I was here rooting you on and telling you how amazing you are, unlike journaling or uh, any other, these other processes or even meditation where you feel calm in the moment. What we just did 
unhooked something permanent from your subconscious and drained the charge, it won't come back. When you wake up tomorrow morning and you check in with that moment of the experience, like what we did is we pulled a splinter out. Splinters don't come back and that pain will not continue to bother you. Mm. So you can see that was like, what, five minutes or something. When we can multiply that and take similar processes, we're clearing and pulling out splinters to leave someone with tremendous relief in a very short period of time. Mm. What is this uh, modality called? Is it something that you've created? Is it something that you're working from? Yeah, this particular one is called uh, trauma shifting. One of the team, uh, my team members has uh, developed something called rapid trauma resolution. That's a flavor of it. This is work from based off of spiritual technology that was created over in Eastern Europe. And there's a lot of different flavors and people doing variations of it today. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. You know, what you shared with me is so doable for everybody listening on their own if they write down those questions that you asked me. And that's what I love about letting myself be kind of a sacrificial lamb on the podcast Mm -hmm. is like, I know that we just went straight in and somebody else can do that. They can take themselves into a moment that they don't feel good and that is bringing them down. They can give a name to how it feels and give a name to how they want it to feel. They can go into the moment. They can go into a more optimal moment. Like you just gave everyone some self tools. Um, what, what would you say to someone who does this and they really do it? Like they really feel it. And because I was seeing, um, which it's funny right before the podcast, like I have so much ease with sponsors for the show, which is super cool. They're just like, Hey, we want to renew or whatever, but maybe it's cause I pick great ones. I don't know. You know, I love them, but all of it said, I like, I have this reference point of ease in another life and that in another area of my life. And that really helped me. Do you, would you say that that's helpful for people who are doing this exercise? Cause sometimes you might say to them, like, feel how you want to feel. And it's like so far away from that moment. Maybe they're like, I just can't, or yes. do you find that people tend to successfully pull their feelings? Oh my God. That is such a good question. And I so appreciate that you get that, even though it was easy for you, it can be challenging for other yeah. people, or perhaps this piece was easy for you and you could see how it could be challenging for you in another area where you don't have that anchor point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that people can ask themselves is, um, is number one, reminding people that when you go into that feeling and what you're creating, reminding them, we're not, this is not real life. You can imagine anything you want. You can imagine money falling from the sky. You can imagine the bat, the, your, the person who is mean to you turning into a cartoon bunny rabbit. You can do anything that your mind desires to generate the feeling. So that's the first thing. And that gives people so much freedom because a lot of them are like, but that's not real. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're going for. That's not how this actual process works. So mm-hmm. imagine anything you need to. The second thing is asking yourself, okay, this is how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Have I felt like that ever, mm-hmm. ever as a child in any other point, like at, when I was at recess or when it, the bell rang and it was time for summer break, have I ever felt that anywhere and go back to that feeling mm-hmm. as best you can. That's another tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the, like, you don't have an access point. Imagine what it would feel like. I've never won a billion dollars in the lottery. Yeah, but I can add. And so for me to go, I don't know what that would feel like. I can't possibly know. No, but I can imagine and I can take a stab at it and see and imagine what it might be like for me. So those are three tools that I think when people get stuck at that point can really help them. And it really there has to be a generated feeling, which is why I was so excited when you're like, I'm smiling, because if it's just an exercise, yep, feel good. Yep, this and you're up here the whole time this process, go go get a taco because it'll be a better use of your time than running through this. If you're staying up intellectual in your head. Yeah. People need to get that ladder going from their mind to their heart, which is really hard sometimes when that's not necessarily their conditioning. It's something I write about in my book and I think about a lot because even with me, it's like, it's, it's not absolute, right? Like I'm not a heartfelt person everywhere. I'm not a mind centered person everywhere. I know how to use my heart in some areas and I leave with my mind in others. And so all of us have work to be done. Same with confidence, right? It's not like I just like busted out of my mom's, you know, vag, just so confident. Um, okay. One question I have for you before we go is I feel like there's a lot of people who are working on their issues, like on and on. But one thing I've, I've seen that you say is that they're really just coping with those issues. They're not necessarily working on their issues. Yes. Yes. What- 
tell me a little bit about that because I want to out someone who's listening right now to be like, yes. Hello, you are yes. not on it. Like, let's call them out, help them see it right now. I love this. Okay, we'll leave with two two final points. The first one, I just want to build off of what you just said. You said the ladder from the mind to the heart. There is an actual scientific term that people can, if they're fascinated by this or curious about it, you can look up and there's a whole host of scientific studies and research that's been coming out. The term is interoception, I-N-T-E-R-O-C-E-P-T-I-O-N, interoception. And that's basically how connected are you to yourself and your inner experience. If you don't know when you're getting angry, if you can't tell that you're getting frustrated, if you can't tell that your boundaries have been stepped over or that you're anxious going into this call and then you flub it and then you're like, I'm so frustrated, but you didn't know what was going on internally. It's difficult to change. And processes like what you just did like it's obvious you've done so much inner work, but for other people, if they're like, why can't I do it? There's the, it's, it's okay to pause, look at and research, look into this concept of interoception and building that bridge between the mind and the heart. That is a, an important foundation for people who find some of these processes challenging. It's not that they won't work for you. It's not that you're broken. You just might need to build a few interoception muscles first, like you obviously have. So I wanted to make sure people knew that in case people tried this and found it frustrating. It's not you and you're not broken and it's okay. You just right. might need a, a step one first. Mm. Um, so that's number one. And then number two, in terms of what you just said, that is such a big deal. Um, so many clients come to us and go, how could you possibly help help me? I have been working on my anxiety for 20 years. I have been dealing with my procrastination since I was 14, right? And if you have been dealing with or working on something for an extended period of time, you're not, you're not eliminating it. You're not removing the splinter you're not removing or addressing the root cause because if you were it wouldn't come back mm. most specifically you're numbing it whether it's alcohol you know sex or working out workaholism you're 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 doing something else so you're numbing the whatever is going on or you're doing some type of coping mechanism so that it doesn't seem like such a big deal like maybe you meditate and you're able to bring your nervous system into a state of calm but then as soon as you get agitated again, it's still there. Right. And so if something is coming back over and over and over, mm -hmm. you are dealing with a splinter that's still inside of you and you're putting bandages and ointment over it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, if uh, true transformation, rapid transformation is figuring out why is this issue here mm -hmm. and then pulling out the splinter. So that's why I say with this piece of your trauma from 2016, when you go back to look for that, and feel that that charge, it's not there, it's gone. Like that is the difference between, we're gonna talk about it. Do you see how that may not happen in the past? And you're like, I feel a little better, thanks for this talk. And then tomorrow you're gonna feel the charge again because we didn't clear it. We mm -hmm. just tried to tamp it down. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference between subtraction, subtracting the root cause, and then you're not dealing with this issue anymore. Your anxiety should go away. Your procrastination should go away. Your fear of launching should go away and not be there. Versus I pushed through it, I numbed it, I talked myself out of it, but it's still there and you're still having to deal with it over and over. Yeah. That's the difference. Like sometimes in information is just freaking constipation. I don't know who said that, but it resonates. It's like, you know, we don't need more information from head to head. We need head to heart. We need to feel. Um, and there's so much science behind it. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it feels so woo woo to a lot of people to feel your shitty feelings, but it, it helps um, yeah. and things forward and there's power to it. Right. It's like really when, when done, right. Right. A lot of people are, are like, I don't want to be a negative person. I don't want to sit in it. I don't want to stew in it. I don't want to be pulled into it. And that's scary. And I agree with that because I had major depressive disorder for most of my life and I sat in just depression and it was horrible. So I was like, I don't want to feel when you know how to actually feel something quick, process through it, like what you just did, you felt the hopeless, you felt the suffocation, you felt the simplicity, you felt a few things for a little bit, but when it's done properly, you process through something to clear it. You don't have to sit in it anymore. Right.
Right. Thank you so much for this. This has been such a great conversation. Yeah. In a minute since I've had somebody like ask me the questions and let me bare my soul in front of everyone. So I hope it helped one of you out there. Please let us know. And where can everybody find you, work with you, all of the things? Mindfixgroup.com. Go there, go straight to the results page and just spend some time looking around and see what's possible. Um, if you want a conversation with me or you want to explore what's possible for you, click the big green apply button at the top and you and I can have a great call. If you want something a bit more informal, you can follow me on Facebook. I believe I'm the only Aaron file that exists there. And I often share client wins and personal stories. Um, and you can kind of follow along as we keep impacting people around the world. We break you fix. Love that. (laughs) Thanks again for being here, Aaron. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners. Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own U-Turns. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.